I want to examine some of the uh, some of the food the dog has purchased. <laughs> <laughs> a mini muffin is a side of absolute trash. I had them all the time growing up. I mean, that's just that's just. You know, we talk about big facts. People talk about big facts. <laughs> That's big facts. Little bites, if you purchase them, you're trash. Oh, little bites. Those are off-brand mini muffins. Weather's changing finally, mm. but you know what that means. You can uh, leave a water <laughs> bottle in your car and then drink it in the morning, and it's quite well, refreshing. Well, absolutely that. Um, get yourself a hydro flask, though, and you won't have that problem regardless of the temperature. But I don't uh, even have a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got a couple boxes to check, <laughs> but um, no, it means it means allergies. It means dry nose, and I was wondering if you guys had any ailments um, because. You know, I'm riddled with them. Allergies that are, you know, no, no parallel. Um, Nick is severely lactose intolerant. He just won't say it, right? Do you have any ailments? No. None. I'm never sick. Nothing. You don't, you've never had psoriasis or... All right, I did have a little psoriasis right there. Yeah? Yeah. You get some steroids for that? No, 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 no. It just went away naturally because I, I was a, a, like a, uh, a heroin addict. It gets you... Uh, you were like a heroin call, addict or... No, no, no. It's like an arm. It was on my arm and I'd have an arm orgasm. I go in the shower and I keep turning the heat up and let the heat on and go on. Oh my And it's the God. most pleasurable experience. The only problem is it perpetuates the the little ring. It grows it larger like out. the blob. Oh my God. Yeah, I had to kind of... Disgusting. I'd say I really want the arm orgasm, but I'm like, stop doing this. The <laughs> arm orgasm. That's what I called it. Wow. So that's the thing I had. And did it bring you to climax or was it just... It was It was like having an orgasm on your arm. I've never understood what a female probably feels when she has an orgasm. I know as a man what it feels like. Sure, you do. I never would have thought what it would be like if, you came, if your arm came. Yeah. You know, people always ask, uh, the, there's that hypothetical, like, would you want to know any like mundane statistics about your life? Like at the end, like how many times you beat off or how oh, many times no, you came? I don't, want I don't want to know that at all. That number would be soul crushing. Soul crushing. Would, would it fill up a bathtub? All your, uh, your. Uh, oh my God! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I. What kind of question? Is and that? I feel like I could get within a thousand guessing. Like I, I would know. <laughs> no, I, you. I don't. Couldn't. Yes, I would. No, you couldn't. Take one a day, slightly less. Calculate one how old a I am. day. No, Are you kidding? Guys, no. I know I miss a lot of days, but then I'm compensating for the days that I went more than one. Are we talking this about is getting, masturbating? This is getting crass. I also have no yeah. evidence. So you have like him, severe lactose intolerance. In the, you, you believe in the boogeyman, all right? This lactose intolerant. I have no ailments. When you have an ice cream bar, do you or do you not spend the next day on the toilet for six hours bleeding out of your ass? I like having time with my phone. Okay. So this is another podcast show. So sure, we got him goof about really whatever is at top of mind. I'm Dylan saddled up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? Severely lactose intolerant. Pat, produced the podcast of Ever Barn. How is everyone? Uh, I'm doing well. What do you guys want to gab about tonight? Well, I'm an angry little bastard tonight. Well, you're like 6'2". I don't think you're... 
Little. Uh, all right, I'm a tall one. I'm mad. I, uh, I experienced some things today. Uh, that, and I, I don't want to make this like Larry David ask, but there's two particular things that drove me crazy sure. that affected my life today. Because I'm going out of town tomorrow. That's so why he's achieved so much success because he breaks down the social mores that annoy everybody. It's super relatable. It's you know really the key to his success. And Thanks, Larry Joe. David's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you want me to get into it? I, I, Just get into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Let your freak flag fly. Or unless you want to tease what you want to get into. Uh, I just, I think mine's quick. I, I just, this is like, this is more for me. I just want this on record. Uh, and I forgot the word. Never mind. Forget what I was going to say. Are you kidding? You think you could think of it? Oh, yeah. I thought of it. Uh, just a, a word I think you're going to hear politically a lot coming up. It's oh, kind of a, great. a buzzword. It, we don't even have to get into it. Okay. But it's just like. The, uh, it's this term that I started seeing in some weird Facebook group. Turf? Uh, no, 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 no. I, that, this would, turf would have been one I gave you guys 18 months ago uh, when I was all about that J.K. Rowling story, yeah. trans-exclusionary, rad, radical feminist. Right, right, right. Uh, no, this is the new one, controlled opposition. Controlled opposition, okay. So, so here's what this means. Okay. So like ben shapiro everybody's like oh he's like alt-right no no no. to the people that believe in controlled opposition okay he's actually a flaming lip okay because he says stuff like like the MAGA people need to be prosecuted at the fullest extent of the law who stormed the capitol they need to die in jail controlled opposition yeah so they they make like a living it's a real thing that countries often would do like like is don't people say like the black panthers were actually a government funded type organization it's like you allow no they think that the government the the fbi killed them all but oh okay Uh, well there's there's myriad of examples of controlled opposition of governments doing it they basically allow dissidents uh up to a point to kind of make you feel happy like like you're doing Mm -hmm. something but it's really in their favor so i i just want to point that out you guys will be hearing that term in the next 12 months controlled opposition oh okay interesting Hmm. Dylan's looking it up. All right, while you're doing that, Dylan, let me get into my uh, my issues with society. And I don't want to make this a political show. Uh, I don't either. I um, just I just want it on record when I see touch points happening. I okay. So this is two things that are driving me crazy. And I don't know if people feel this in the other cities. I live in Los Angeles. Wait, hang on. No, I want if if he's going to cut you off and bring this up, we should actually talk about it. Oh, okay. I didn't. Right. Th- I didn't think so. That I thought mine would be like a quick hit before we get in. That's a terrible right. quick hit to just bring up this very serious topic so you could be on the record as saying it, and then we just gloss over it. That would be bad podcasting. So now you've put us in a position which I'm fine with. That I we should dedicate a couple more minutes to controlled opposition can i can and, be, I, and before, before we add on to it yeah i think we almost did like a really good uh broadcasting professional structure where we kind of alerted the audience what we were going to get into today what were you going to get into uh before we continue the, the death of um actually the the renaissance and death of food content all happening Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, now yeah. the people listening at home, you know what we're getting into today. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, uh, what Nikki's point brought uh, was brought up, we actually use this, you know, uh, I worked for that North American insurance uh, company, uh-huh. and I used to steal uh, paper supplies and pens. Right, right. And I got caught one day, yeah. but not by my supervisor, but an older coworker, a man who lived life. Okay, where is this going? Well, what he told me was, I said, I feel real bad because he looked at my backpack and he saw all the paper and the pencils and the pens sure. and all that. How could, how <laughs> you could, did it in 
in one day. You have to piecemeal that shit out. Oh, it was a How fire. How could you sale. not? I mean, that kind of it's that that kind of shopping really gets my goat. Getting new utensils, paper, notebooks, all that stuff. Love back to school shower. <laughs> but I but I was 22 years old. I was out of school. But I sure, just wanted yeah, to steal yeah. stuff because no one was looking. Right. Anyway, I forget this man's name, but he was such a nice guy. What he told me was is uh, you always have to let the workers do a little bit bad, like get away with some stuff. Okay. You can't just always wave your finger or there have to be repercussions for every little thing that a worker does. Okay, where in, in God's name is this going? It's, no, the, that's same, ex- ex- no. it's the same point as he's making with the government. So Controlled opposition. Yeah, yeah. Grasping the concept. Like they uh, are giving I'm a, condescendingly not, so I oh, apologize so for I that. So I felt empowered and safe and actually better about my job, the fact that he was going to allow me to get away from stealing paper goods. Sure, sure. Because it... Allowed as a, as a worker, you got to let them know that every once in a while you can break the rules a little bit. So I, I'm confused about this term. So do do liberals have it, or is it just militant, angry Republicans? No control. Notice how he framed that. It, hey, no politics. Well, I mean, I, I think it's a little silly to call Ben Shapiro alt right, but I also think it's silly to call Ben Shapiro so not right enough that he's control opposition. It. And I don't think that there is a... Either side can do it. It only has to do with the relationship from the dissenter to the dissenting, or like who you're dissenting against. So Is like, this like Coney? Huh? You know Coney? Not the same thing. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, this I, is this is like way, gaslighting. I didn't understand gaslighting for three years. I just can't get a hold of it. Gaslighting would have been part of this segment six years ago. I've, right. been, I've been talking about gaslighting forever, but... I, that's such a good analogy, what he's doing. Yeah, they, I'm dumb. I can't understand they it. They allow him to siphon off these office supplies so he feels empowered and that he has freedom, but he's still a grunt to do their bidding. That's pretty much right. I, I lived off 16 bucks an hour, and I thought I, that was a privilege. No, I understand <laughs> this, but I don't understand what's going on with Ben Shapiro in this definition. All right, you're getting hung but, up on... Yeah, you're getting hung up on that's on where example. I that's where I, I learned this. I saw one person because Ben Shapiro was recently on our former employer, the Adam Carolla show, and I saw like a little argument happen uh, of where someone said, "You idiot, he's controlled opposition," and I went down a rabbit hole. Wow. All right, I got to do some research. I'll be back next week, and we can talk about this a little bit more. I would love to hear from you some historicals examples. Uh, historical examples. We'll do a little history with a little devil. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what happened in line there, David? Well, We're no, in our stride. It, it's not what happened in line, per se. It's just that my entire day and what we're becoming as human beings and things that I don't like. Sure. All right, so as you know, there's a labor shortage here. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just Los Angeles, but the government pays people to just you know stay not have yeah, to go to work or whatever. Yeah, they're like, if you want to wait, we'll pay you $85,000 a year. And people are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you realize that sign is saying that on this window? My Go day, work there. My day started. I walked into a Staples. Okay. <laughs> Great place. It is the size of half of a football field. That's mm-hmm. how fucking big this thing They're is. They're gigantic. Okay. There is so much wasted space in a Staples. Well, so not, the, yeah. That one by Carney's? Yes. Oh, my God. That's the one. I mean, it's vacuous. I walked into that fucking place at 930 this morning. Uh, there was a person behind the printer area, okay? Yep. 
and they I'm, can't help they can do nothing uh, yeah they're I, like i'm printing I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I all i do is fax and print and copy that's it man and do you need any foam core board i got you i'm in this large it was like i was in a cave hello i'm looking for a particular type of printer ink right there's no one in there to help me you're like sister courtney everybody show another below deck podcast Oh right, yeah. Uh, there were there was no one there to help me in this day and age. There should, be, if you're a Staples, you got to have multiple people walking around to help your goddamn customers. Right, right, right. All right, so that got me mad right there. Then the second thing that got me mad was when I went to my local grocery store, and they were also uh, don't have people working, so they got three checkers, and you got like six uh, carts full of groceries. What was the local grocery store? Ralph's. Ralph's. The one over here on Vineland and Ventura. Which ironically, even though it's named Ralph, is classier than Vaughn's. I have never spent more time waiting in line for things than I have in the last year. Yeah. Uh, so much waste time and nothing annoys me more than that. Now get this. Put the picture up there of this fat witch that was in front of me at Ralph's tonight. She has two shopping carts by herself of groceries. And this fucking evil person... Uh, uh, does uh, I had to take a picture. I was worried about the person behind me, but I think they hated her too. Right. Um, she does what is one of my biggest pet peeves, and this might be, uh, I'm curious to see, hear your thoughts on this. She refuses to bag her own groceries. Right. So it forces the person that's ringing her up to have to, after they uh, cash her out or run her credit card, to then go while she watches, bag all her stuff. Yeah. Now, this process took over 10 minutes while there's six people. Where's her to turn around? By the way, then she starts asking, oh, did I get the discount on this thing? What's this S mean on my receipt? I'm like, you figure that out later, fatty. Right, right, right. Like, what the hell? All of us have lives to fucking lead here. Sure. Bag your own groceries. Put put your hand in there. Start helping out. We can get She this looks up. like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Um, <laughs> so... That's what it was. She looked familiar from the back. Yeah. That's, that's dog. Looks like dog. Um, Pat, there's nothing you can do about the situation. I think we got to start shaming. As she left, I said... Can't shame. This is this is something that can't be expected of but people. But if you're capable, shouldn't you bag your own groceries? People are capable of a lot of things that they don't do. Aren't you capable of putting your cart back? I do. I know, but so many people don't do it. And so many people justify it with the oh there are people that are there they're working Dylan, that's what they're well the doesn't cart fucking not matter going back i'll say all right so this is an environment that needs to be lubed up by good samaritans and it's so often not this is an environment where people could look out for the common man and it's so often shirked and it that makes me angry which is why sometimes i smoke pot before i go into grocery stores because it cuts the edge I off a little bit. It gets do. me more creative. I pick out more fun stuff. And I don't lose my mind at Dog the Bounty Hunter. I am seething as I'm behind this woman. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, and our old, your old boss, my current boss, used to say, I wish I was more like these people. Yeah. But because he's kind of tortured that he wouldn't do this to people. I, I would I much prefer do this. being I not can't being tortured have by her. six people that have families. One guy had a little kid, a little girl with him, yeah. right? She's bored, mm -hmm. sitting in the cart, and say, you know what? Let me help speed this up so I can get these other people home to their families. Right, Dylan, you mentioned how there's nothing he can do. I mean, 
I mentioned Larry David. This is the time when you have to be a social assassin. It's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to make everybody around you uncomfortable. But you're like, hey, you know you could bag those groceries too. No, no. You never say that. This Why? Woman, the, Why? This that woman would help has everything. a Louis Vuitton purse. She is never going to change. Never. It's futile. It's a waste of energy. It's bad vibrations. There's nothing you can do but grin and bear it. By the way, zoom in on the girl who's the bagger. You guys go move to Los Angeles. The baggers at grocery stores are cute. Okay. How about that little number? I bet she's got a <laughs> fucked up grill. Okay. No, no. Yikes. Her name's Jennifer. She's lovely. Yikes. I want to examine some of the uh, some of the food the dog has purchased. <laughs> A mini muffin is a side of absolute trash. I had them all the time growing up. I mean, that's just, that's just, you know, we talk about big facts. People talk about big facts. That's big facts. Little bites, if you purchase them, you're trash. Oh, little bites. Those are off brand mini muffins. <laughs> she also got uh, Nature's Zone. No real problem with that, but like. How crumbly they get. I don't know. Like That's not the really same thing, is it? There's so much. Maybe what we got to start there. doing is taking pictures of these people and posting and mocking them online. Shame. Yeah, I mean. They're, it's people they're, of Walmart. It's people of Walmart. Um, God, what would we be like in one of those stores? Like, so go to Mobile. I'm just one of them. You're not one of them. Go to Mobile and go to a Walmart three days in a row and just see what happens to your fucking you your psyche i was I mean. in an, i was in a nashville uh walmart uh about 13 months ago yeah and yeah it was <laughs> i wanted to take so many pictures i wanted to be like uh <laughs> jane goodall yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. hey i want to say this for you guys listening and get in the comment section are you a scumbag and you won't bag your own groceries and if you are why or do you hate people that don't bag their own groceries get in the comment section let old patty know what you think uh we had actually we talked about this like briefly it might have been in passing not the actual like what someone brought to talk about but where i'm from there was enough employees at the grocery stores to always have a bagger. So I was very unused to bagging my own groceries. Mm -hmm. I acclimated quickly, and now I look at it as, as a challenge, and I, I pride myself at my strategy when I'm bagging. Mm -hmm. Like I, I love it. But it, it was new to me if you're from like a small town. It was it was quaint, and, and there was always a bagger, and he was usually an elderly man or, honestly, uh, someone with DS, Down syndrome. Yeah. In my hometown, that was pretty common as well. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So sorry I haven't been... Uh, so this lady is less skilled than someone with DS. Uh, I guess, you know what? Um, I I want to talk about... Sorry sorry for the force, force Segui. Oh, that was it. I want to talk about MGK and Megan Fox because mm -hmm. they are um, so unaware of how hilarious they are. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a golf cap. That's a strong, strong cap. Dude, that itch was so loud in the mic. Yeah. I liked it. It was ASMR for me. Um, they are profoundly annoying, annoying and hilarious. Um, but first, the two don't have a, to a brain cell to rub together, though. They're very dumb. This could okay. be very fun. Let, let's let's just get into it, and and it will be very fun because this is what what's the expiration date? I give them a year, and it's going to be ugly. <laughs> Why do you think that? Um, because this is all, this is all driven by attraction 
and sex. And her, she, remember, this is her midlife crisis. She's got four fucking crumb crunchers at home with that cuck. Right. This is her one like little dalliance into, hey, I'm 21 again. And this does wear out. Mm-hmm. And this was started with an affair. And those are the ones that usually burn out the fastest and it's the most ugly. It's all hot and heavy. She's blowing him while they're on the movie set in Italy and that cuck is back home raising the kids while she's out making a movie with Machine Gun Kelly. He's skinny. Look how hot he wants to bang me three times a day. Right. You it's can't, a white dwarf. It's unsustainable to keep that and that's what the glue is. So they did this article for GQ, which is, you know... The problem about this kind of remora ecosystem of fame is that the enablers are truly disgusting people. Like, how could you sit across from these two morons and have an earnest conversation with them and then write down everything they say? I mean, it's it's crazy that this happens, but I'm glad it did because some of the things that came out of their mouths about their relationship, I mean, it's just... Christopher Guest kind of crazy. So let's get into it. All right, Dylan, before I was going to say, if you really would wanted to fuck with that interview, what, uh-huh. who's the uh, publication that was doing the interview? A British GQ. Okay, you should have whispered in the journalist's ear and just said, hey, just last minute before you get started. I heard they voted for Trump. All right, right, right. <laughs> the, this yeah. article would be written way differently. Okay, thanks for that, Gran Torino. Um, all right, so um, what the fuck? <laughs> so... He's right, Pedro. Um, okay, so we have a lot of these really funny quotes that we uh, need to get to. So, um, they talk about their first date, um, and on their while fr- she was still married to that other guy. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> bag. Okay, so they said that they um, they did not kiss. They just held their lips together and stared at one another. So, like, um, like soaking, uh, just a creepy, scary, damaged kind of soaking. I believe that happened. By the way, I don't think there's any uh, lying here. Oh no, that the, happened. These people are out of their fucking minds. They so, were on ecstasy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I could so, do that on ecstasy. Megan Fox oh, said when she first met him, I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature, and I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. Then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja into a smoke bomb. <laughs> that absolutely sounds like a Christopher Guest movie. That is insane. I am Queens Boulevard. Is she a genius? Um, <laughs> hey, I want to say this only because I followed her other relationship with the cuck, Brian Austin Green. She said when they first met on the set of Beverly Hills, their arms touched as she walked by because she was an extra and she felt electricity between the both bodies. Right, right, right. So there's a lot of this going on with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a love addict. So Megan Fox said that she did a lot of work to remove that feeling of being a victim of being overly sexualized in her early career and to realize that it was a lesson. It's made me grow into a much more interesting human. Uh, cue the clip of her saying, whatever daddy wants me to look like, I'll look like at the VMAs. You're going to be naked tonight. And I was like, whatever you say, daddy, whatever daddy says. Whatever daddy says. Are you- what the fuck is going on? I guess you can turn 
you can turn it into something that empowers you. But um, I think we've just got a severely crazy person on our. I hands. think I t- said this before because I have uh, uh, intimate knowledge of Megan Fox on that first Transformers movie because uh, my buddy uh, Doctor Whitman, his best friend, uh, wrote that movie and was on the set. And I said at a party, I said. What is Megan Fox like? And he said, dumber than a bag of rocks. It's the first time I ever heard that expression. I bet the sex is something of Mount Olympus. Oh, yeah. I I mean, it must be transcendent. But these two people are going to kill each other. (laughs) Uh, We need a sex tape. Before the next And that's coming. Yes. I I found some... I gleaned something very interesting to what Pat said. So... So... uh, Schmeg Schmasty's out and Glenn is in as the best friend. Uh, I switch him out. I don't want anybody to feel safe. Who's my best friend? Okay, Fair enough, great. What a horrifying and- insight into Pat's life. She also said that their relationship is ecstasy and agony for sure. I don't want people to think anything's perfect with us. I didn't say it was the darkest fairy tale of my life for no reason. There's also a demonic side. And when you look Whoa. at the photos of this this shoot, this spread they did, it just blows my mind that they are they they are in a movie. They're in a movie in public. I mean, it's just absolute insanity that we're so... I guess I I get why people are so captivated by them. They're beautiful. They're pained. They're damaged. But people are missing how hilariously hilarious they are. Like, people need to focus on that and not that they're just a hot couple because that's so boring. Can I uh, give some demos here, which I think that this is what might be why... uh a lot of people are interested in it. So a lot of people always remembered Megan Fox from 12 years ago with Transformers and how hot she was. I'd never seen a girl that hot before. Right. He is now the hot guy. I hung out with uh, some young teenagers about a month ago That's and their weird. favorite artist, it was with, I was with a friend that from high school. That is weird. What were you doing? I was with my friend from high school and it was her kids. And I said, what music are you into? And they said, Machine Gun Kelly. I said, Machine Gun Kelly? Right, right, right. He sucks. And they go, oh, we thought you were cool. Now we don't think you were hanging cool. out with the adults though, right? You were we were really... out for dinner. Okay. And I was hanging and I was talking to the teenagers. Hey, what are you into? God. And they loved Machine Gun Kelly. Right, right, so right. now you have 14 to... 23 into Machine Gun Kelly yeah. and then you have 30 to 45 into her and now look at this huge demo they've created. Yeah. It is quite the power couple. It's insane to me that he's the fucking hottest thing on earth. His music yeah. sucks. That's why I'm interested. Um, Can we... I want to like bring in some highlights from this interview next week but I can't help but click on the portion of this video that's titled, it says, be abducted by a UFO. Two points. Um, what was my fee? We will all laugh at the butterflies with gilded wings. So close. We will all laugh at gilded butterflies. It's from King Lear written by Shakespeare. Not correct, but do you know what it's from? Oscar Wilde. No. Shakespeare. Ah. Go for the butterflies. Go for it. I know you can do it. Butterfly. Okay, sorry, I gotta rewind because they're they're gonna be quoting Shakespeare with one another right now. So let's just watch that. Yeah, that no. one doesn't count. Yeah, no, that one doesn't count. My other rib cage is also tattooed. Uh, that's what I said. You only said Nietzsche in my back. Uh, well, count the other rib cage too. That's nine, right? 
the bonus if you want to redeem Pause yourself it. is two things. What? She has such pretty feet. Okay. Secondly, she <laughs> looks like Caitlin Bristow, but way more attractive. She's almost they're doppelgangers one of uh, one another. I, Caitlin Bristow, a former bachelorette and one of the most yes. successful former bachelorettes. She has a very popular podcast. You're telling me they don't the look body, alike? I've been kicked out of their Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> more not their first rodeo, eh, Nikki? That one was the most. That was the most illegitimate. I was just telling people <laughs> what, how, what you do. Huh? What'd you do? I just I told some I told a mutual I told a mutual group member of that group who's also a fan of us. I was like, oh no, he wasn't in the, he wasn't in the off the vine group. I'm like, you gotta join the off the vine group. All they talk about is like all their fucking crazy sex stories and shit. And one of their moderators followed our the the that was on Instagram. One of their moderators followed that Instagram and saw I was like leaking secrets from the group, and I got banned. <laughs> Okay, so quick. it's a fucking dope group. If anybody can get in and let me know what's going on there. Quick thing about Megan Fox. Now, I um, applaud her for launching into tomes and texts that are heavy stuff. I mean, I'm not smart enough to unassisted go and read Nietzsche. Um, but it is crazy the kind of I'm, I, I guess it's. I don't want to be chauvinistic and say it's overcompensating or, you know, sound jaded, but it's crazy to be so like sexualized and kind of portrayed as a, a dumb hot chick that you just launch into modern philosophy and Shakespeare and Oscar Wilde and all that stuff just to prove the outworld word. Well, it's called overcompensating. Yeah, it is called overcompensating. But it? devil's advocate. Okay. And I don't believe this. Right. But it's like, important to stress test your misogyny. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but what, like what, what is someone who's as hot as her to do? Like, like, Maybe she's genuinely into Nietzsche. Maybe, but she can't even she can't even talk about her interests because all she's just some hot girl. Maybe, she, yeah. Maybe maybe she is like wanted to do organic chemistry. Maybe and, she's a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, oh, I mean, look at my awesome tits and my hot leather blue suit. And mm -hmm. Nick's gonna jerk off to you later tonight. Okay. Oh, whoa! This is free, isn't it? Okay. So, does my back tattoo say the one on my Butterflies shoulder? Butterflies have gilded. Close. You're but in the vicinity. That's not correct, but do you know what it's from? Oh Oscar Wilde. No. Shakespeare. Ah. Go for the butterflies. Go for it. I know I, you can I, do it. Butterflies. No. There's a butterfly in there, but that's not how it starts. We. We. Will all. Laugh at the butterflies with gilded wings. So close. God we will all laugh it. at gilded butterflies. It's from King Lear written by Shakespeare. Okay. Do what does the Nietzsche meant? quote on my ribs say? We aren't doing AP literature class right now. That is for sure not happening. Okay. You get, because you were close on the number, I'll give you one half of a point for that, but that was rough. I feel like What's something on my bucket list? Be abducted by a UFO. I'll give you two points for that. Okay. So this is. What's dinner like with these? So, <laughs> so maybe it's real, right? Perhaps it is. But I don't fucking think it is. I think that she is forcing herself and the willpower is so impressive to be and transform into a fucking freak now hollywood makes you do that sure but megan fox 
the girl from Transformers reads Nietzsche, has Shakespeare tattooed on her back, and one of her bucket list things is being abducted by a UFO. Also, their first date, she just put her lips on his and stared into his eyes, and their relationship is agony and ecstasy. This is all fucking bullshit. This is fake horseshit. This cannot be genuine. Do you guys want to name th one thing on your bucket list? You don't have a list of things you want to do before you die, Pat? Well, I want, I I, I want to be in a movie with Robert De Niro. I've been ever-evolving like bucket things, you know? I've yeah. ma mainly accomplished most of them. I'd like to get a show in syndication. That would be pretty cool. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine, are, mine are pretty simple. Uh, sell out Madison Square Garden, own an NBA team, yeah. be recognized for the comedic genius I am. Oh, you sure. got one of those. Yeah, true. You, yeah. you own the... Um, the lacrosse <laughs> beavers. The baby birds now. The barnacles now. Uh, all right. So all right, um, so I'm kind of interested in this. Can we play a little bit? Cause, uh, do you want to keep going? And they're I mean, called the river rats. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dylan. I knew this was going to be an endless well of material, <laughs> so, this fucking video. She, so she bought a book a week before. Do when you agree with me? I Am do, I sounding like well, a complete I asshole don't wanna, here? No, I don't want to be a jerk if that's what you're being, but I do want to say what I'm feeling here because I, I do have a pretty good barometer for bullshit is she went over to that Barnes and Nobles, if that's still open, and she got Shakespeare for dummies. And she's like, I am going to find a way. Did you say Hell you don't want to sound like a jerk? Water. Right. Hell or high water <laughs> to make myself sound intelligent. Yeah, because I think Michael Bay made her feel like a horrible, you know, one in a million hot girl in Hollywood, and it mm -hmm. launched her into this intellectual, you know, uh, journey. Uh huh. But I, I get how these people who get pigeonholed and just being one thing, they want to act like they're more. There's this meme of LeBron James before games, and he's always reading a book. Right, right. But there's literally 50 fucking pictures of him being on page two of a new book. <laughs> Right. Just over and well, over. Well, hey, you got to start on page one, and then you go to page two. You know? Yeah, and he only starts and finishes it pregame, so he's only getting like twelve pages deep. Now, listen, I, I'm again, I really think that that's admirable. Like, not wanting to be typecast as something that you know is so beneath your potential. Dylan, do you but think she's calm, actually reading Shakespeare? Yes, but, you do. But calm the fuck down about it. Calm down. Let's keep watching. <laughs> Two points. Um, what was my first acting role? Oh, Mary Kate and Ashley. I think oh, and, and oh, the, the soap opera that you won't let me watch. If I swear to God, if you play clips from that. Play clips! Correct. I'll give you a point for that. Okay, what is my biggest pet peeve? When I eat and I'm talking to you in your ear. I don't think it has to be related to you specifically. Like, uh, just what's my biggest yeah, pet peeve? Yeah, but that, but that, that, that peeve, the sound of chewing. Though. Yeah, yeah, there's a name for that. I mm -hmm. have that. What was my oh, favorite was movie as a kid? It's really hard to decipher when, like, we still watch kid movies all the time. Hook, you stand by. Okay, I'll give I you a point for like that. His boots are what's different. my favorite movie now? And if you don't know this, I'm going to be very upset at you. What? Okay, any guesses? <laughs> Because it's probably a David Lynch movie. No, no, it's 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 a French film. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. yeah. I'm uh, on the edge of my seat. Okay, I my must know. Favorite movie Dip now. I can't wait for it to get cold, and I'm gonna make. Yeah, no, 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 You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to go there. It's like an eight series piece. We're talking yeah, about Harry Mother. 
Potter. Yes. Don't oh, think that I'm yeah. not Which tapped one in. is my favorite? Obviously, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Way to go, yes. Megan. Oh, I just saw that at the bowl too. last summer okay. before the Agreed. pandemic. Oh, yeah. Snorefest. Okay. That's when I what stopped reading that Harry Potter books, actually. What song am I most proud of? Actually. Easy. Number three Jennifer's body. Yeah. Eating boys left and right. Where is my favorite place to visit? I mean, any place that I think I get to favorite sexual position for thousands of years. Any place that has history. history. Your answer is nebulous, but I will Rome. count it as mostly correct. A straight up answer would be the forest, a tree. Okay, fine, the forest. Period. Yeah, okay. or any anywhere without people or buildings or electricity. Like yeah. Where did we first meet, and what or when was our first date? Well, what was our first date? Our first date was epic. Our first I picked you up. That was our first like out of the house date, but. And I had roses. Thousands of roses. Thousands of roses, bedded on a on a hill, looking over Topanga Canyon. Mm. Mm. I thought they met on a movie set in Italy. First date though. Well, they were banging in Italy though, because you remember when Brian Austin Green? But they didn't date. Oh, they were just banging. (laughs) Yeah. Just and then he's like swapping no. chemicals. He's like, you have Nietzsche on your stomach. I, I actually like you. Let's go. To and you offer me sugar. You go. Don't you just want a little bit of sugar to sweeten you up? Yeah, it's like Ayurvedic. You need a little bit of a sweet flavor in your body instead of yes. putting the bitter in. You're already there. We don't need any more of that. <laughs> What's my favorite comic series or comic book? All right, I don't care. What's my favorite comic book character of all time? You know this. Lucifer. Hundred percent. Yeah. I will be watching all of this though. <laughs> That's that's the ironic thing. Oh, it's we joke, be... we poke fun, but I'm watching. This. I'm such an asshole. I'm such a negative Nancy. But Schadenfreude is in full effect with these two. I cannot wait till this house of cards crumbles to the ground. <laughs> um, all right, so I don't know that we have enough for an episode really quickly. So let me just end with with this. As I said, you had a whole bunch of things last week we didn't get to. Nothing you want to uh... revisit. I can't remember. Can't remember. What are you gonna show us, Dylan? Food content is going through both a renaissance and a sad death at the same time. Now, perhaps it's more like a death because we really haven't had anything brilliant in a while. We have what's the dill. We do have what's the dill, which is, you know, um pushing what little chips it does have into the pot to try and get this thing back up to what it used to be. You know? We have what's the deal, but then we have 10,000 couples doing rage content where they're mixing food on right, the fucking right, islands. Right, right, So we haven't had Action Bronson eating Tirobo in, you know, at Septim um, with lardo and green green peas and uh, caviar and Blanc. Like... That's a good thing. That's that's high low. You have action. Bron- you have action. Bronson stoned in the kitchen of one of the best restaurants in the world. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking piece of shit. And what we really are missing is, you know, the legend who took himself out in Paris because, you know, that kid wanted more money from him. <laughs> that kid that HR just don't fight him. He didn't want to pay the kid anymore. I'm kidding. So we are we are missing uh, quality content like Anthony Bourdain sat atop a frozen river in Quebec. We're, we're, we're in a wooden shack over three feet of ice. 
I want 100 feet of water. You are hopeless, hopeless romantics, gentlemen. No. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, look at that. Oh, the seared foie is perched atop an ethereal suspension of Joel Robuchon-inspired potato puree. Of course. This is Cornas from Renard Vineyard by Thierry Allemand. Nice. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes, yes it is. Really, is there, a, is there a, a, a billionaire or a despot anywhere on earth who at this precise moment is eating better than us? No. No. Look at that. It was? Cheese. There what? must be cheese. In this case, a voluptuously reeking epoise, who some less hardy outdoorsmen might call no, overripe, butter. but not no, us. It's epoise. Oh, this is awesome. What do we have here? A few Cubans. Oh, wait a minute. You guys uh, have a much more relaxed attitude towards the importation of Cuban cigars. Chartreuse, of course, and a dessert as rare as it gets. A dinosaur-era monster long believed extinct. This is Gâteau Marjolaine. Who does this? Uh, no one. No, it's no. one of those, like, painful, nostalgic thing. So, when we talk about bucket list, this is a little weird, but I'd like to rewind time and be at that fucking table. Now, this is brilliant. Bri this is poetry. This is incredible video journalism or you know you someone could could call it a short film my brain is stimulated yes and my mouth is watering 100 check, check well done yes i i shivered what a what a phenomenal um kind of conscious aware point to make is there a despot on planet earth eating better than us right now i mean just what a brilliant man but the problem with food content nowadays is that it is no more it is now this today i used our new chicken tenders to make a chicken tender burrito i used creamy jalapeno sauce lettuce three cheese <laughs> and tomatoes and then wrapped it up and here it is that actually honestly made me miss the snack wrap at mcdonald's me too dude today that's what it triggered me really yeah <laughs> I love that we both went there. Oh, An the honey mustard item. one? Oh, I was oh. a ranch guy. I'm oh. glad you guy. guys could find such joy from this because I really <laughs> cannot find any joy. There is a woman named Lisa. Um, you. Uh, Can I give you a quick tip, though? Yeah. Uh, you got to put more realistic things on your bucket list. Otherwise, you'll end up dying feeling like a failure. Um, Lisa Wynn. Is that how you pronounce this? Is it N-G-U-Y-E-N? -E I yeah. can't see. Oh, there it is. Lisa. Yeah. Yep. Lisa Wynn. She is a wildly popular uh, food content creator. Um, and it is painstaking that these kinds of things have 2 million views on them. Mm. And it's because of the platform that Nick Soba loves, the Chinese malware software, TikTok. It is literally destroying every component of any topic you would like explored with a camera and someone, you know, directing it. And not just topics, uh, platforms as well, because YouTube right. has to be yes. TikTok now. Now there's just minute videos fed to you. I want to watch this short is, form content, but I'm talking 12 minutes. This is the bulk of food content. Now it'll fall into a couple different categories. This kind of shit, 
which uh, let's just let's just watch this. This is how I fry an egg. This is basically the number one question I get asked in my DMs. Well, besides people asking how she's tall cute, I, am, I bet that's how do I the fry second. My eggs? She never so shows her face. I grab an egg in my nonstick frying pan that oh, I got thumbnail. from an Asian grocery store. It can't stand on its own, so I have to hold it until I put in the egg, or most of the time I just have my cat hold on to it. I turn the heat to medium heat, but more towards the medium high high heat. There's such a term for that. Once it gets hot, I add an oil and then the egg. And this is where I pray for the egg gods to come into play. Please don't let me break the yolk. And the pressure was on this time because I had people watching me. Thankfully, the egg gods were looking over me. Once the bottom seems fried, I turn the heat to low and cover it. Then once the whites are pretty much cooked, I take it off the heat and monitor it to make sure it isn't overcooked. Is this the right way to make fried eggs? I have no idea, but this is how I do it. And... What? That was it? What the fuck? How much money does this she pull in a year? I have this no idea. Her videos are short, so they don't make I'll that much money. That. Come on, stop, YouTube. Waiting for permission to do what? You fucking... The internet is so annoying. So, that was a 49-second video. YouTube wants to listen to us. YouTube <laughs> wants to listen to your... Use your microphone. That's so scary. I wish they would. Block that. I, no, I'm going to allow it because I want them to hear me <laughs> talk about this. Why would anyone watch that video of that woman frying an egg saying, I don't know if there's a term for medium high heat. You just said it. And also <laughs> fry an egg. Who would need to consult that kind of video? It's not even conclusive. She says, I don't know if this is the right way to do it. And we never find out. <laughs> yeah. But it got me to click on it because I don't know how. There is short form stuff like that. The Taco Bell snack wrap, which triggered such powerful nostalgia in both of you. There is rage food content like Peep that moron, <laughs> like that moron who is turning a Pullman loaf into a garlic bread meatball hero Frankenstein, but not before taking a scalding hot cleaver and running it through herbed butter that he's about to microwave. There's that kind of shit. And then there is reasonable overhead recipe videos for uh you know large format slider platters there is nothing out there by way of food that is worth a fucking fuck and some of these people should just i'll say it be executed the guy that warmed up that cleaver and sank it through the butter I mean, you know, he's being eaten right now. I hope he is being eaten. I think that's a fit crime for putting that kind of video out on the internet. In the mid-1990s, I loved the original Food Network. Sure. It was one woman, no agenda, except cook this thing and show it to you. I was a child. I was like, this is You're talking amazing. about Julia Child? I don't know who I... I they, 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 were, they were faceless. They weren't personality. It was, no. it, was, it was content on the Food the Network. The BAM guy was kind of the first guy in the Food Network. And he ruined, he ruined it, made him personalities. And then after the personalities came the competitions. It I might, just yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. someone cook in a kitchen. It That's might how have I been, learned. It might have been uh, Ina 
It might have been Ina that he was watching. I'm telling you, the people, there were multiple. It would be 24 hours a day. Regardless of how tainted they got, there was substance to them. Maybe not the kind of beauty that we witnessed in that Anthony Bourdain clip. But, you know, Mario Batali, the disgraced Mario Batali, who tried to run his fingers up miniskirts all over Manhattan once the wearer was blacked out and unconscious. His show was brilliant. He would prepare a meal and talk to his guests while he was doing it. He had the gift of gab and the gift of culinary mastery all in one show. Emerald was entertaining a live studio audience, bam, bam, bamming all over the place. Ina was telling you how to cook Hampton Fair for Jeffrey. These were things that were wonderful. And now we have this. Today I used our new chicken tenders to make a chicken tender burrito. I used creamy jalapeno sauce, lettuce, three cheese, and tomatoes, and then wrapped it up, and here it is. Yeah, that's a snack wrap. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it for us. Uh, not quite. Yeah. Two things. A, I just want to remember back, and I like, what show did we do this on? Because it doesn't make any sense for the formats we had at the time, but when you read Mario Batali's uh, apology letter on one of our episodes... Did we really do that? Yeah, yeah. It was right when he got in trouble. You read it. It was hilarious. Oh, that had to be like three years ago. Yeah, but we were like only doing The Bachelor and Below Deck. It's probably Bachelor. Oh, no, remember. it was probably Below Deck. I bet it was food-related. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but here's what I actually like wanted. I, I have never really consumed any Anthony Bourdain content. What should I watch first? Because like I, I think that was like the perfect time. I'll learn a little something. He's very interesting. Well, I the one love... where he vi- visit visits the the school for the training, and they have that rabbit with the gravy, and they use all the parts of the rabbit to oh, show. I, I'm no, about... that would completely turn Nick off. That's, you think so? Yeah, because that's like. I'm not even into that kind of you shit. You aren't. They Old use the French the cooking is so to actually, and they blow it up into a balloon. And like, What's his best show? I guess I'm asking. Oh. Not one specific thing. His, like, uh, I think his best show is is I'm a huge fan no of No Reservations. The, well, No Reservations gets a little. Uh, he's really into weird, uh, artsy shit. Like he'll incorporate different directors into specific episodes and make it look like that. And it's just like, what's going on? So here? no, no. Parts unknown. Parts unknown is the most approachable one to get into. Um, and you should just stick to the ones in cities in America, things that are tangible. You know, I don't need to see him walk through Tangier. I'm not going there. Oh, I hated that episode when he snuffed out the life of the goat. They, The way they do it to drink their blood, he uh, held, basically covered his mouth and nose. He did it himself. He killed the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killed Said, a couple animals good about this. On, uh, on, on camera. But yeah, Los Angeles, um, you know, Carolinas, Louisiana, you know, watch those. Um, and you'll, you'll find just majesty I, i've thought about this since he died the way like i had never seen that outpouring for a celebrity who passed away yeah. and i also thought it was ridiculous until norm died and then i was like oh i get that right 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 if you really want to uh, i mean his writing is incredible just incredible uh, he's such a such a good guy if i get is, back into reading then i have to i have an fdr book yes you do so anyways um i gotta go we gotta go that's it for us. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars. Por favor. We love you very much for listening. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat say goodbye. Bye.